Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Britney Smith Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany and Smith, your favorite brand designer and brand strategist, where we come here to talk about all things branding, faith, life, business, all the things, because we were all the hats like this one. Um, And so I want to welcome you guys to a new episode. Um, I have a new friend. I'm just going to call her my new friend now. We're friends now. Um, And she is going to come and talk to us a little bit about um, really your mindset around your business, um, but then also monetizing your business, monetizing what's on the inside of you. And many of us who are listening, we have lots of ideas, but we don't have clarity on how to monetize and maximize the ideas that we have and all the while staying in alignment with who we are. All right. So we're going to have a juicy one today. Make sure you take out your notebooks and we are going to get right into it. My new friend, her name is LaDondra Hervey, and she is here with us. LaDondra, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are friends. So we just skipped everything else and we are friends. And I truly appreciate you for uh, creating this platform for women like me and the women who are listening for us to come together and have these type of conversations because they are needed as we are all stepping into our God-given calling and an assignment. Absolutely. Definitely needed. Definitely for us to know that we're not alone in this journey, right? Because entrepreneurship can be lonely. Being a woman can sometimes be lonely. Being a busy woman can be lonely, right? And so it's important that we know that we have this community. Um, So LaDondra, tell us in your own words a little bit about who you are and what you do. So a little bit about me is I am a soul alignment business coach. What does that mean? That means that I am the business coach that's going to get in the trenches with you and deal with the hard things and then help you to break past the barriers that are keeping you stuck from entering into your next level of purpose. You know, a lot of times we have a lot of purpose on the inside of us, but we don't know how to bring that out. We know we've been called, but we don't have the the business acumen to create the structures and the systems that we need to build the business that God has put on the inside of us. So my team and I, we come together and we have this faith-based business group called Women Operating Kingdom Enterprises, that's short for woke. And we help the women to create the plan and the strategies that they need to take their business from purpose and to profit and beyond in the legacy impact. So I'm all about that legacy impact. I'll tell you that 
I have a background in social work, which I didn't really feel like that was going to play. I didn't know how that was going to play out. I'll say that I knew I wasn't going to be a traditional social worker. Um, And I I knew that that just had kind of like this inclination on the inside that there's something to this. But like, I don't know how this is all going to fit because I'm not listening to nobody's problems on the couch or, you know, doing all these other things. But how the Lord is just amazing. He used those type of experiences, the human development piece um, for for me to be empowered, to empower those business owners that I would be called to help later down in life, because there's a lot of internal things and barriers that we go through. Brittany, like you mentioned before, is that there's a lot of internal things that we need to break free before we can even get into our purpose. We can get into our calling. We can, we'll be able to effectively handle those multiple roles that you just mentioned, because if we're, if we're not free on the inside, then we have a chaos that happens on the outside of us and we can't, we, we hit a wall and we can't get to that next level. So, you know, I use that, I couple that with the business skills and acumen to really help women entrepreneurs, specifically women operating kingdom enterprises to break free into purpose and profit and beyond into legacy impact. Woo! Oh my. So listen, first of all, I love the woke acronym. I love, cause I love acronyms. So if you don't know anything else about me, acronyms, I love them. So that's awesome. Um, but even just taking people from passion to profit, purpose to profit and beyond, like, I love that. I'm already here for all of it. Um, so ladies, I know that you are excited to hear, um, what else we are going to talk about today. So my first question is, is how important is it for us as female entrepreneurs or women in business to have a business that is aligned with our purpose, as opposed to, oh, I'm good at this thing. I can make money doing it. Like how, why is it important that our profit is connected to our purpose? Well, if your profit is not connected to your purpose, the first thing you'll do is you're going to find yourself and hustle um, and you're going to feel out of alignment and you're going to feel like you're just pushing, pushing, pushing. And you're not going to feel that that sense of fulfillment and freedom and flow. And you're not going to be uh, operating from the highest level of your anointing and your power. Each of us have a spiritual gift that makes us powerful. It sets us apart from the crowd. It sets us apart from the noise. There's something on the inside of us that we do that's so different and so anointed and we've been appointed and called for it but a lot of us we diminish that because we find ourselves competing and comparing and trying to do things that feels norm to fit in the norms and conform to the norms and then we're wondering why our business has plateaued well You haven't positioned your business at the highest level to even figure out, like, what's my lane? It's so important for you to know what's your lane and you to operate from that particular lane. And one way for you to identify what your lane is, is really understanding what are your spiritual gifts. I know that that is totally against what the world teaches us. The world is like, get a skill, go to college, do all the things, and then create a business around that. But, you know, there's something that's even higher than that. And when you understand your spiritual gifts, that divine power that's on the inside of you, and you learn how to uh, turn that into monetize that into a business and become a solutionary girl, I'm telling you, you got, you are set up for success and you are unstoppable. So let me, I'm going to give y'all, I'll give y'all some examples examples as we go along, but actually I can kind of give you some examples as we go along. I'll tell I'll use myself as an example. When I, um, 
to kind of bring this a little bit more clear. When I first started out in my journey, because um, I came from a background where there was alcoholism, um, prison recidivism, all the things in my household where the people that I still consider that are my superheroes, my mom, my aunt and her brothers, like these were these were my people. But, you know, they would they had their journey and me being the oldest behind them, like oldest grandchild, oldest daughter, all of that. I knew that there was, I wanted to break the generational cycle. Nobody told me to do that. It was just something that I felt on the inside that I was assigned to do. And so for, if you're listening to this and there's something on the inside of you, you know, you've been called to do it. First of all, I want you to own that. Like, own that that is your that's your responsibility that's something that god is calling you to do um and so don't diminish it don't look at it as small don't even look at how am i going to figure it out just own it that's the first step and that's just a mindset strategy before we can even get into any of the other stuff so i knew i wanted to break the generational cycle i did not did not know what that looked like which many of you may or may not know what that looks like when we're talking about purpose i really don't know what my purpose is i'm in this thing but i really don't know what my purpose is what i had to do is i had to try on some things i i started out in um uh what it, the first one was because i was at the burger house first through high school but then after that then i started working um at uh, an attorney's office and i used to say i'm gonna get my uncle i'm gonna be an attorney because i'm gonna get my uncle steve out of jail um and so when i started working in that attorney's office i was like yeah, uh, that's not that ain't what I want to do. But people would call in specifically for me um, because I would I, I just had this this gift of encouragement. I didn't know that that was a gift. I'm just encouraging people. They're calling like all this stuff. The attorney was like, hey, Dondra, you're not supposed to be doing that. Um, you know, because he wanted to take their money for other things. I'm like, you ain't helping them. You on the golf course. Like somebody got to say something. So anyway, I realized that wasn't my calling. But I kept, so I kept trying on things. I went into banking next. And after I went to, into banking, then again, I'm supposed to be selling and doing all these things. People sitting at my desk and, you know, I'm helping them to break free and in their relationships and, you know, get their financial life together, start a business, like all this, everything but what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm encouraging them on the inside, breaking free out of all this bondage or whatever. My, uh, I remember... Uh, my boss was like, Dondra, I know you got a good one there. And I was like, I do. Um, I got online banking. She said, you spent all that time with them people just to get <laughs> online banking. I said, I did. Well, what I realized, you guys, is we're thinking about purpose is that I was operating in levels of my purpose using my gifts because your gifts, we should use them in service to others that using our gifts are, is part of our purpose. And so I was using those, but it was just in the wrong environment. There wasn't an the environment that was going to take me into the level that I would be able to impact the masses and make the profit that I know that I have been called to, to make. And so I had to shift my environment to put my gifts in the right places. See, the Bible tells us that our gifts will make room for us and bring us before great men. But if we don't know what those gifts are, we can't, we won't be able to identify the rooms that we're supposed to be standing in and then knowing how to partner with the right men or women. Yes, yes. I want to interject here because you're saying a lot of good stuff and I want to make sure that we don't miss it. Um, so the first thing, because I want to also bring it um, bring it to plainer language for those who may not, you know, understand. Like we, you and I are believers. We believe in Jesus Christ, but everybody that's listening may not. But the good thing about it is that these principles, these things that we're talking about, 
they still apply, right? And so what I hear you saying is that purpose leaves clues, passion yes, leaves clues. And so even when, when I start this conversation with clients or just people in general, my first question is, what is something that you do naturally? Mm-hmm. What is something that you find yourself doing, even when you don't even mean to do it, but you're just like, like you said, I'm at the bus stop and I start randomly talking to this person. And next thing you know, they're crying and I'm praying, you know, or I, you know, <laughs> I used to work at a, um, I used to be a secretary for a judge and my judge was also a believer. Right. And so to your point, people would come to my office and just linger there. And I'd be like, okay, can I help you with anything else? And then they'll plop down in the chair. There was a chair next to my desk. That was the chair. And they would just begin to talk about their life and their struggles. And then they would talk about how they're stuck in a certain place. And that's when my radars would go on. Like, Oh, see, I knew there was a reason why you were saying, well, girl, let me tell you how to get unstuck. You know, like that was just something that naturally would happen. And so for those of you who are listening, I want you to think about what are, what is something that people come to you for? Like, it's not your job. It's not a business of yours, but people, Will always come to you when they need blank, whether it is healing, emotional healing, whether it is advice, whether it is they need something fixed or they need something created. What do people know you for? Like just in your friends and family circle, what do they come to you for? Because that is a clue as to what your purpose could be. Um, the other thing I want us to think about is, and this is something, this is a personal belief of mine as an entrepreneur, that our businesses are supposed to help us be in a position to serve others. Yes, we want to make money. Yes, we want to live a fancy life and have, you know, different properties on islands, judge yourself. But at the end of the day, we are to serve people, right? And so oftentimes people come to me for branding. They want logos. They want all the things, but they also need an an inner shift, right? They also need confidence. They also need a light bulb to go off and say, oh, wait, I can do this. They need somebody to bounce ideas off of to open new doors of thought for their vision, right? And so when people come to you, you're doing more than just supplying a product or a service. You're impacting their life, right? And so I want you to reframe right now as you're listening to this conversation. I can already, I already feel that somebody's wheels are turning right now as we're talking about this because there's more to life and there's more to business than just making the money. There's more to business than just packaging up the product and shipping it off to the person. There's more to it. You are here to impact somebody. So, woo, this is good. So, Ladandra, tell us when, tell us about your, your moment when it clicked. Like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. And this I'm going to shift into my business. Or did you just kind of figure it out and then stumble into business? Like, tell us about your, your, your pivot moment. Yeah, Brittany, what I love about some things that you said, I want to come back because it's like you just dropped some nuggets. And I think that that's important that you ladies and whoever else is listening, really pay attention to that. Because if you're stuck, don't look at this from, oh, well, does this fit in a business or oh, how am I going to make it work? First, just stop and see what is it like Brittany said that I that is natural for me. Like it just, it just flows. Like, it's just like breathing. Like it's just so easy for me because when you can really identify what that is, then the rest of the pieces, they'll start to come together. So for me, 
I understood. Okay. So, and I didn't know all my gifts. I didn't know everything that flowed naturally. And so for those of you who are feeling like, well, I don't know them all. I just know this one. One is good enough because listen, that one is powerful because you have a divine enablement that's given from God. And so trust the one because the one is going to open up the door for the next and the next and the next. You just got to just start stepping into things. And so as you, as you start to step into things, then you have more clarity of purpose to start to come. So for me, as was stepping. Um, it went from the law office to banking. Then from there, like I, I found myself in this place to where it was just this unfulfillment. So remember I said, if you're not um, in the right, your gifts are not in the right environment, you would lack a, it's that sense of unfulfillment. So I was feeling this unfulfillment. I was feeling stuck and just yucky on the inside. I knew there was more, but I didn't, I had read the occupational uh, out, the occupational handbook and I didn't see my career in there. Like I didn't fit in any of the boxes and I kept reading. I kept, I was taking tests. I was doing all the things at this time. I was still in college and I'm like trying to figure it out. Um, well, it wasn't until like, I just got fed up. And um, one day at the church, my pastor did an altar call and people going down there for deliverance. I was like, today is the day that I'm done with feeling how I'm feeling. So I went down there to ask the pastor to pray for me because I needed more clarity of purpose and what I was supposed to be doing because I was tired of being stuck. And so it's not until you're sick and tired of being stuck that you're going to take the actions necessary. You're going to get desperate enough to seek deeper wisdom and do whatever is necessary for you to get in alignment with your assignment. And that's what I did when I was at the altar. And my pastor, he he's real business minded. Um, well, he was at the time. Um, he's no longer my pastor, but um, he was he real business minded himself. And he had recommended this book, 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller. So I was reading the book and all these different things. And as I read the book, I started I was I, I read this line and it was talking about business coaching, career coaching. And I was like, Ooh, like this is lining all up. I'm like really just highlighting, ear noting all the things. And I'm like, this is it. This wasn't in the book. And so what I started doing from there, I went and um, I mean, I went all the way to the conference, all this from one book. I went to the conference, I met the man, did all the things. And I started in the next step was career coaching because I was really good at getting jobs and really good paying jobs. And people were like, how are you doing that? So I'm like, well, let me show you. So I started that in career coaching. And then from career coaching, I realized that I, from my values, my values, my true values at the core, I don't want nobody to get a job. I value ownership. And so I wanted to other people to empower other people with um, how to create their own business. And so I started on the path of going to get my uh, business certification, made my husband my first client, and we just started doing the doggone thing. He started getting this amazing traction in his business. People started asking, like, what are y'all doing? I'm like, it's me. Um, them gifts in operation. So uh, let's have a conversation. And it just started to just take off, take off from there. And then I just started getting a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear because then the Christian business coach and all of that, I, that wasn't even a thing. I was trying to really fit in to the norms and what people were doing, what was comfortable, because I would think, what is the pastors going to think? What is all these other people going to think? Because I'm doing Christian coaching and, you know, I ain't been to theology school and all these stuff. You know, Bible tells us that fear of man is a snare for us. And so don't let the fear of man be entangle you or 
get you in a place to where you're afraid to step into the fullness of your assignment. That was me. I was like, oh, I, I don't know what they're going to say. And it kept on feeling uncomfortable. Y'all, when you feel that feeling of uncomfortable, that's uh, most of the time, that's the Lord trying to get your attention. He's trying to redirect you. He's trying to show you the path that is right for you. And you have to trust that. You have to trust that that path is leading you somewhere. And so I was, I, I began going to these, all these things because I didn't invest it invested just a lot of money in myself. Um, I just was just going and going because I was hungry. I needed it. Like I needed to know who am I, what are what and putting my gifts in the right in, environments. Well as I was going in a higher up and I'm investing like they doing witchcraft and like all this stuff. And I'm like, what is what is happening? Like I don't even know what the, I didn't even know all this existed. I'm scared. Um, and so the thing is, is that uh, that uncomfortable feeling came on again. I'm researching faith-based business coach. This is I can't find it. And so one day it just hit. You're supposed to create it. And I'm like, who me like Moses? I'm feeling like Moses. Who am I? Feelings of inadequacy start coming up. Like all this stuff. And that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship. Is this going to challenge you and your inadequacy is going to come up? And many times we look at that imposter syndrome, all that. We look at it as a bad thing. And really, that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's just trying to present information to you and lead you into a deeper level of growth and understanding and give you knowledge of what you do have in areas that you still need to work on. And that's right. okay. you got to be okay right. with that. Right. No. And so, again... Um, what I hear you saying is if you're unsure about what your purpose is, keep on moving because you learned through moving, you move through the different jobs, you move through the different friendships and connections, you move through the different ministries, you kept moving. And as you were moving, you were learning more about yourself. Um, and, and so another thing that I like to say is that clarity comes from engagement, right? And so yes. you have to engage with the process. If you are truly trying to figure out what am I here for? Why, Lord? Like if you're trying to figure out what your thing is, and, and I would even say, you know, because I'm, I'm clear on my path, but I'm always, you know, every couple of months asking God, like, okay, what is my purpose for this, this season? Like right now, you know, and, and cause we're ever evolving, right. We're ever growing, we're ever perfecting. And so if you're not sure, keep on moving and look for the clues, look for the, the reoccurring themes, look for even the reoccurring challenges, because you might move to a different job and run into the same issue. Like uh, LaDondra said, it's information for you. Discomfort is not, it's not a bad thing. It's an invitation for a challenge. And it's an invitation for you to stop and look and listen and say, okay, why am I experiencing this? Why am I upset about this? Why am I afraid of this? Why do I feel nervous about this? Why do I feel like this is too hard for me? Who told me the lie that this was going to be too hard? Like you have to really process and and analyze these different uh, intersections that you come to, um, gather the information, process it, and then keep moving forward, right? And so again, to somebody who's listening right now, you're looking at a brick wall. You are literally standing in front of a brick wall like, okay, how, where, first of all, where am I supposed to go? Second of all, how am I supposed to get past this or get over it, over this? It's a time for you to stop and collect information, collect data about where you are so that you can come up with a workable, um, executable plan on how to move forward. Somebody listening is going to be like, you're going to get up from this conversation and say, okay, 
I need to shift directions. I need to change directions. And if there's nothing else that I learned from this pandemic is that you can do that. Yes. You can, you can change careers tomorrow and it's going to be all right. You can quit your job. You're secure benefits, having all of that job and pursue entrepreneurship. And it's going to be all right. Now, I say that because I've done it that way. Um, You do want to be wise, right? You want to come up with a plan, but don't feel like you're stuck where you are because it's where you've always been. There is more, more, more. That thing that's gnawing on the inside of you is telling you there's more and your your spirit is resonating like, yes, there's more, there's more. So (laughs) LaDondra, tell, what would you say to the person who like, give us some, practical, executable steps on how to really lay hold of that thing, like coming up with a plan. Like what are some, what are some practical steps that you, you give to your clients perhaps? Like they're like, okay, listen, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm at is not it. I want to be more profitable. I want my business to align with my purpose, but I'm just at a loss. Like, what are some of those initial thoughts or conversations that you have with someone in that space? So first and foremost, Brittany, um, I want to give it, I want to do this with some examples. I feel like examples are really practical, that way that you can kind of see you and your business. And I'm going to give you a, the a, a quick formula. I'm gonna give those of you who are listening a quick formula that um, I typically love to just as to walk people through as a beginning place. It is a beginning place because the work is so much more deeper. Um, the formula is your gifts plus industry equals your elevated position for profit. So gifts plus industry equal your elevated position for profit. Okay. And earlier I talked about you identifying your gifts. And then after you identify your gifts, then you putting them in the right environments. Part of you putting them in the right environments is you really understanding the place that is going to, figuring out what that business model is going to be that aligns with your spiritual gifts. Because again, like, you know, it can sound like, oh, I just got the gifts of administration or I got the gift of helps. What the heck am I supposed to do with that? How can I monetize that? And I really love using this as example. And um, Brittany, you feel free to, you can push me and pull pull as much as you want to uh, from me as, as I go with these examples really quick. But I want to uh, just kind of reference this back to Proverbs 18.6. It says, your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. So if your gifts is going to make room for you and bring you in rooms in the right rooms, say, for instance, you've been called to the, be- the beauty industry and you're a beautician. I just want to go with something very creative and it could feel like it's hard because see, a lot of times we're like, well, my industry, girl, like we got to let go of the excuses because there's a business model that's unique to you and your lane that's going to set you apart from all the noise and you can monetize it according to your gifts. So I'm going to give you a few examples. And as I'm giving you ladies these examples, I want you to think, okay, okay, so what are my gifts? And then put plus, what is the industry that I feel like I've been called to? And then at the the equal on the elevated position for profit, really that's your your business model and your unique uh, serving proposition or selling proposition, however you want to look at that. And um, 
that's the thing that's going to set you apart in the marketplace. So back to the beautician, the example that I'm going to give here, and I'm, I want to, I'm looking at, uh, Brittany, I want to look at some of my notes here because I want to make sure that um, I, I give you a few examples. I give you ladies a few examples. So say, for instance, you have the gift administration, that's the gift, and you couple that plus the beauty industry. What that's going to equal is helping beauticians to build the back end of their business so that they can stop losing money. So here's the cool thing about that. The conforms, the way that we normally think about things is we're like, well, I, I'm a beautician and what we do is we do hair. And so, you know, I feel like all I'm supposed to do is braid hair and like all of that. And you're wondering why you're hitting a wall and you're plateaued income or you're getting in the wrong rooms and people are not valuing your gifts. Well, because you're really not operating in your gifts fully how you need to. And so it's giving you information that you need to shift. There's something in the inside of you or in your strategy that needs to shift. And it needs to be shifted or that in a way that aligns with your gift. So perhaps you're not supposed to be stuck behind the chair braiding my hair, but you're supposed to be helping beauticians who just recently got out of school or who've been in the game for years to, to set up their back end systems so that again, so that it can, they can stop losing money powerful. Um, and the second thing is, say, for instance, you're a beautician, but you feel like you've been, you have the gift of exhortation, which is encouragement. So gift coupled with beauty industry, that'll equal you doing retreats to help women manifest beauty from the inside out. So maybe it's, it's that you are teaching them how to become free and whole on the inside. And then when you do have those retreats, then you're showing them how to show up beautiful on the outside based on the freedom that they've discovered and manifested from the inside. So that's the type of thing that, that you would do. And see, people are going to pay you for that, but you got to stand up and you got to elevate your position. You are operating from a lower position and you're not really using your gifts at the level that they need to. And you're not putting it in a right business model. Let me take a drink real quick. While you do that, I just want to say that this is so, 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 so good. And it's so crazy because, you know, we we say these things, right? But I think we expect things to be hard. We expect yes. things to be like, oh, it's just, it's supposed to be hard. But when you're operating in your gifts, it's not hard. It's not hard. Like, like in my business, I love creating. I love visioning with clients. I love hearing their ideas and then spitting back out like this tapestry of like a vision and making it bigger. And like people pay me for that. Like, and it's easy. I can do it in my sleep. I got to put boundaries in place because I got to spend time with my family. But if I like, if I could, if it was left up to me, I would do this hours and hours and hours back to back to back and not feel text because I love to do it. Now ask me to do, you know, like you said, the back end stuff for creative agency. I want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> People are like, oh, can you do my um, social media management? Like I can do it, but I don't enjoy doing that. That's not in line with my gifts and my purpose. So when I'm doing social media management for people, it feels hard. It feels like pulling teeth. It feels like I'm hitting a brick wall. It feels like it feels unfulfilling because I'm not operating in my gift. But when you get me one-on-one and we talk about ideas and how we can make your vision come to pass, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So it's so, what you're saying is so, 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 so good. And I love the fact that it's a formula because it can apply to whomever, wherever, yes. or whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, sis. You better preach that. Yes. Because the thing is, is that you just, you said the key word. 
it felt easy. It feels easy. You can do it in your sleep. And it's just you're in alignment and people are like, hey, I need you for that. That's when you know you're standing in your right position. Um, I will say, and because you said something that's really important too to know. So as you're flowing in these gifts and these anointing, and it's going to be good, it's going to be juicy. You do got to put some boundaries in place because things can get out of control really quick. <laughs> um, not only from client requests, because now they see how masterful you are. You're the solutionary. Like you, you're the one that they, that go-to person that they know that's going to get the job done with excellence. And this is going to come with ease and grace. But then at the same time, you have to define what is my work hours? What you got to define, put in your calendar. What, uh, what are my priorities that I'm going to be focusing on? And what I even do is not only just for the day, first I define what are my priorities in this season? Because my priorities, they change from season to season. When it's summer, things look different because I have two two children or whatever, two deep teenagers, one grew going off to college. But anyhow, um, the others, you know, then it may be that I'm in another season. And so I have to really understand what that looks like and put some parameters around that. And as I put some parameters around that, then that also creates an opportunity for you to make even more shifts. Is there something that needs to shift in my business model to support me where I'm at in this season? That's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is that you can shift how you need to shift, still be profitable if you're in alignment correctly with your assignment. If you're not, that shift is not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. You're going to be trying to try to figure out all this stuff. Your clients are going to be willing to shift with you because you have attracted the right clients who you're supposed to be working with. So I just wanted to say that, but I did just want to give y'all some of those examples. Those are some of the examples that, you know, there's a starting place that I start with my clients because, you know, we think that, oh, okay, I have the skill set. Skill set can only get you so far, but when you're walking in the anointing of those skill sets that from a, a gifting standpoint and you're positioning it in the right business model, then that's what's going to take your business to the next level. But you can have purpose, you can have profit, but if you got purpose and just profit, then you'll find yourself at a plateau place. So I just share with you a formula to where you can put it in any gift. I'm going to give you one more gift. You can go hospitality coupled with beauty. That equals interior design help for beauticians to create a welcoming atmosphere for clients. Like, y'all, don't tell me you can't do this. You can do this. You got to just, and when you don't know, the Bible tells us that it is the, the Lord gives us the wisdom to get well. So pray, Lord, can you give me the wisdom to understand what is my assignment? How do I supposed to be using my gifts coupled with what type of business model? And then get on the move. Because as you get on the move, then you can course correct as you go. And as you, you start to learn, you course correct, you pivot and you grow. You continue to go. Don't give yourself permission to get off the hook. So now I know who I am. I know the business model that I've stepped in. Now let's get set up for legacy impact. That is so big for me. I love legacy impact. Let's start doing things that's going to super that's going to so, supersede the life that we live today. That, so we can sow it into generations to come. So now I figured out what's that that business model. Now, how can I duplicate myself? How can I step into multiplication? Do I need, is it time for me to 
turn that. So say, for instance, with the, the lady who was in the beauty industry with the gift of administration, she's helping with the back end support. She can start stepping into Legacy Impact by creating a certification program that's going to help other professionals to step into it. And she can pass away, do a stop, quit, retire, whatever. That will keep going for years and years to come. And so, so many times we stop at it. Good. Good is not good enough. Let's go for excellence. Let's go for legacy impact. Let's go for the abundant life that we've been promised. Let's go for massive impact. Let's go for that type of things. Don't stop at, at okay, because okay is not good enough. Okay is not serving the masses of the people that you know you've been called to serve. So let's be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish, and take dominion. Ways that you can take dominion is now you've turned that root into other fruit that are multiplying on your tree. And so again, I'll use one more example because I just want y'all to get this. So say, for instance, you know, you were doing those retreats and um, helping them manifest beauty from the inside out. Now you've turned that to conferences, those conferences then turn into courses and the courses then turn into a membership community. Now you're just impacting the nations. You've stepped out of your community. Now it's a worldwide global movement that's moving without you even being present. That's the type of things that we want to set our businesses up for. And we got to break out of this one size fit all models and to really step fully into the, the that next level of purpose and assignment. Ooh, my God, my God, my God. So, so what I hear you say in a nutshell, a really, really nutshell, is that we were not created for traditional. We were not created to do things the traditional way. And if you're listening right now, there is so much more connected to what you desire to do. There's so much more, so many, so many more ways that you can monetize what you actually enjoy doing. And so we're going to dismantle that belief of it's not, it's not for me or I can't. You know what I'm saying? Because oftentimes we'll hear stuff like this and like, yeah, that's good for her. That's good for that beauty expert that you were talking about. But it's not for me because all I can do is blank. Literally, whatever you're good at, people will pay you for. Because there's something that happens when you are in your zone that people like they're just drawn to it. I was praying, literally praying this week. And um, I have a, a project that the Lord gave me. And it's like, okay, Lord, but like everybody and a mom got a business like that. And he's like, it doesn't matter because it's about what I told you to do when I told you to do it. And you saying yes in that moment. Once you say yes at the appointed time, I don't care if everybody else named mom got the same thing. I'm going to put a blessing on yours. I'm going to make yours succeed because you said yes to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're out here comparing yourself to a whole bunch of other people when there are people out there, like you said, getting paid to to help the back end of the beauty businesses, right? Because you're still in the beauty industry. That's what you, I want to be in the beauty industry. You still can doing what you have been created to do, doing what you're good at. Because why? Everybody needs somebody to help them with the back end. You know what I'm saying? Like in in a perfect world, I'm just creating. I have other people doing the back end. I have other people doing the social media management. I have other people doing the finances. Like in a perfect world, that's how a business is supposed to be. The person who is good at the thing should be doing the thing and then hiring a team around them to do the other things that you're not really, that's not your gift, right? Like we don't want you to stay a solopreneur. (laughs) We don't want you to stay a one woman show in your business. No, do what you're good at 
And then when you do that thing, you're going to make the money that you need to pay the people to put around you to take that thing to another level. Right. And so it's important, you guys, that you really, really, really do get this. I want you to write down the formula. Okay. Write it down. Gifts plus industry equals what do you say? Elevated position. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. I want you to write down the formula and really sit with it sit with it because you might have different versions of this formula, right? Because you might have different gifts. Okay. Singing plus, I don't know, the beauty industry. Like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, and maybe what you're going to do is you're going to make background tracks for beauty influencers, that right? Like, fun. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I love, 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 love this because you literally can take any of your gifts, put it into the formula and you'll have several different business ideas. And when we talk about legacy impact, legacy impact is boosted by multiple streams of income, right? So if you put this formula down like eight times with eight different gifts, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You are flowing, you are rolling and you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to try. Like the world is literally at our fingertips, y'all. Like if the pandemic didn't prove nothing else, like literally you have now access to millions of people around the world just from your laptop. So there's no reason why you can't. And there are people out there attached to you. Like there are people with your name on it, name on them, right? And so you'll put your version of whatever it is out and that group of people is gonna come running because it's for them. So you just have to trust the process, trust yourself and most importantly, trust God and just go after it. Like, don't sit here and be inspired and motivated and encouraged and then, like, go back to your nine to five that you hate. Like, do something about it. <laughs> Renee, oh, I want to say something about what you just what you just said a little bit earlier. So <clears throat> you said that the Lord had given you this assignment and you're like, God, everybody do this. Like, you know, somebody got all this. There's a few key, key things that I want to point out. One, you obeyed. You obey right, right when he said, do it. You said, okay, okay, God. Like, I may not understand this right now, but you have my full yes and you have my full commitment and I'm not going to delay on it. And when you don't delay on it, then he can put his blessing on it. That's the first part, like what you just said. But then second of all, what I love about what you do as far as creating a brand experience is maybe there's a lot of people who's doing that, but no one can create the experience that you can create. And so that's why it's so important to get down to the core of what your brand is. What is the essence of your brand? And what makes your brand experience unique and what makes you stand out? Because see, we as and I preach at, you know, you have mentioned people come and they be like, oh, I need a logo. Hey, it's way deeper than you just needed a logo. Everybody has a logo. What happens behind that logo? What happens behind when somebody gives you their yes? Then what experience are they going to experience with your brand? Because even your brand, like when you look at this certain logo or whatever, what do you, what, what, what comes to your mind? That's what you have to think about with your business. So even though it might be a lot of wealth coaches out there, what is the experience that your wealth coach agency creates that's going to set you apart that it's like, girl, I don't even play with them other 10. It's Britney's agency, it's such and such agencies. Like that's the one that I go to. And then while you're operating in that, you said another key part. And I'm, I'm pulling out things that you said because they were great, girl. And I need you, <laughs> I need you to know. But then I also need you guys to hear because she's coming before y'all 
and bringing the valuable content as far as your brand experience. And this is how, you know, this is what it's like. I know my purpose. I know my gifts. I, I'm in that formula. Your brand now clothes all of that. And it creates this type of experience that is going to draw people to you, your people, not any people, your people. And so based on how that's clothed and what that experience is, that's what's going to draw people to you. And so that's why it's important for you to have the right people and create that right brand experience. There was something else that I was going to say about it, but I forgot. So I'll remember it later if it's necessary. <laughs> Listen, so we are going to land the plane here. I want you to tell us you have a conference coming up right? I want you to tell us about your event. Tell us about the details because I feel like we need to be there. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share the conference. So we're going to have our first inaugural, see you, I'm supposed to say all those together, but our inaugural uh, Woke Leaders Conference. And like I said, Woke stands for Women Operating Kingdom Enterprises. Uh, conference. And the theme of that is going to be to heal up, fill up, build up. Many of us have been called and we've been assigned a task. Like uh, Brittany, you said with your stuff, like we're, we're the leaders, we're the, we're the, uh, we wear many hats. We're the game changers. We're the generational change agents, all that thing. But a lot of times we find ourselves in that lonely place and we find ourselves in that place to where we're the biggest in our circle. We're the strongest in our circle. We're the one that everybody calling us to pray and, you know, be what's the strategy and all that stuff. This is going to be your time to step back, reset and have that encounter with Christ so that you can fill up in the way that you need to get back in alignment with your assignment. Think bigger and build bigger and from an expansive way so that you can step into that legacy impact. And so that's going to be happening September the 23rd through the 24th in Arlington, Texas. The early bird tickets are available until July 31st. So you can get that at LaDondraHervey.com forward slash conference. And then if you miss the early bird, you can catch the others. It's still great pricing and there's VIP tickets available as well. Awesome. Awesome. Y'all this This episode gave me life. I don't know about you. I'm sure that it did, but I want you guys to really take some action after having heard this conversation. LaDondra, thank you so, so much for sharing with us today. I love your energy. I love your mission. Um, And I just, I wish you the best in your business. I know this is not going to be our last conversation, um, but I just thank you so much for joining us today. Ladies, make sure you stay tuned for another Power Packed episode next week on the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl. I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the female coaches, consultants, and content creators group on Facebook, or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.